Welcome to Talking in Stations. This is Matterall. I'm here with Rundle. How you doing, Rundle? Doing good, Matterall. How are you doing today? Real good. We're going to talk some EVE Online today. Had some uh, interesting bits of news come in late last night. We'll talk about how the Goon Swarm name was recaptured by NCDOT, a.k.a. Bob. Uh, we'll talk about some of the history and even mechanics of naming uh, when we talk about that. Also today, Keepstar in uh, ZXB, I believe, was uh, taken out by Pappy. That is the first of more, we expect, Keepstars this month. It's going to be a bloody month for structures in Delve. For sure. ZXB, for those of you who speak uh, regular English. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to pop up that screen here in just a second, and we'll get... Uh, looking at all the things where is that sorry i'm using a laptop so i have very little real estate and so things take a second to no grab. problem no problem all right there we go let's share that up okay taking a look at delve here let's start with the news of the keepstar that uh, was taken out today oh one other thing there's a keepstar that was put down today we'll cover that as well so here you are in delve as you know it's under siege the system where the Keepstar was destroyed was ZXB or ZXB. And <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to put it. And that's a pretty important Keepstar. It was undefended. It went down in about 30 minutes to a um, pretty good sized group. We have a D scan here um, 210 Titans, 161 supercarriers. That was the majority of the damage, but you also had some subcap fleets in there as well. Yeah, and that's the uh, that's the exit exit system from Delve into Fountain. So that's a bit of an important system. Yeah, it's, um, this thing didn't have a core in it, and uh, looks like the rigs were either non-existent or pulled. One of the two still came up to one fifty-eight uh, billion. That's actually a small number. They're usually about one eighty to two ten billion, and that's just to build the Keepstar itself without any of the fittings. So. Uh, again, the market doesn't really reflect the actual value of this structure. Yep. All right, so that's what uh, took it out. And let's go back to the map again. So one of the reasons this is an important Keepstar is uh, that it is, first of all, uh, it's a, what do they call it? Regional gate. Yeah, no, there's a, yes, but there's Lord of the Rings. It was, it was one of the black keep stars or something. Black Oh, Gate. for help. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what Part it of was. that Helm's Deep uh, organization where they called it the Black Gate or something like that's that. That's it, the Black Gate. I think that sounds black right. Gate. Yeah. So what this means is, um, forget the Black Gate. That's just like a funny talk, but it is a regional gate. And so as you can see, if you're coming down from Fountain, here's Fountain. There is no way that from this point here, YTAC Z, see if I can tap it. Nope, can't. Uh, you can jump to Delph. You have to cross this long gate, this original gate, and that gets you into uh, Delph proper. And you'll, if you were to land in this system from here, you can actually jump uh, to all kinds of different places in Evon, and sorry, in uh, Delph. Uh, so that's why it's an important system to hold and uh, to be able to have a capital ship or sorry a capital fleet there that's just uh, a really strong defense for that entire region you're blocking the gate there yep. but i think the big deal here is the uh this is one of the escape routes for imperium if they wanted to leave that's right that's right it's also a system in the same constellation as m2 tech where you know m2 was just that it, that fight just escalated but because they decided to make the choices they did, it allowed uh, Pappy to go and finish taking out the rest of that entire constellation, including uh, ZXB and gaining that regional uh, gate kind of ownership of that and that evac route. So going to make it very difficult uh, to get out now, on some, at least in that path anyways. Yeah. Again, Imperium said they're not going to leave, but uh, should they have wanted to, uh, this was one of the keep stars would have needed to jump to to get uh, into Fountain and then out somewhere else. Funny thing is, everything in Delve really comes, uh, gets asset safetyed, which is another way out, but it's going to cost you 15% of your value. Um, so a Titan at, say, $100 billion is going to cost you $15 billion to asset safety it out. And then you're going to be an Ermelin, and uh, that 
Ermelin, I think, is up here somewhere. And that is going to, I'm never going to find it this way, but I just thought I'd take a quick look. Yeah, it's in Aridia somewhere there. Yeah, but that puts you in Aridia. It's a dangerous place to be unless you're all together moving out together because uh, Losexia lives in Aridia and they patrol that place pretty fat, pretty well for capital ships. So uh, asset safeting out doesn't mean you're going to get out safely. It means you can have your stuff in Losec and store it there, but getting out of there, not going to be easy. Yeah. yeah, I think there's one other way out. That's through Aquarius GOP, I think, right here. You see that little peak at the top? That's the yep. other way out. And uh, that one's coming under attack this in the next two weeks, I think. So we'll see what happens there as that iHub matures to 30 days. Yeah. All right, so that was the first piece of news to keep Star down for Imperium. We expect more that was undefended. We expect the other ones not really to be defended. The Imperium looks like they want to stay in 1DQ and just hold out there as long as they can. Uh, they literally want to go down with the ship, let's say. Uh, Adele being the ship and they being the captain. So we'll see what happens. What do you think is going to happen, Rundle? Well, I think, uh, you know, they're, they're in an interesting position. I think they're setting themselves up for a really good... Uh, final battle. They've they have always said they just want to keep fighting and, uh, and and have you know good fights for their memberships. Uh, you know, try and escalate some cap uh, fights. I think one of the strategies in the the 1DQ area is to just, um, especially post M2, is just to hold the grid numerically to make it almost impossible to come in anyways. So you can plan, you can with that you can kind of play a couple games, right? You can kind of play this uh, jump in punch, move back sort of game um, where you just kind of keep having fights. And I think, you know, the, they're just attempting to, you know, to drain the time and the energy. Uh, that's their strategy. And I think they're sticking to it. The Hell Camp was a, a good example of that. Um, pulling back to 1DQ is another example. I, I don't think they're going to be able to change that strategy now. So they're going to just have to ride it all the way to the end. And if it works, we'll see. Yeah. All right. So... Well, 1DQ is going to be, the Siege of 1DQ is going to be uh, probably in a couple months they'll start that because I think there's a ton of keep stars to kill inside of Delve. Delve was known for keep stars. I think it had upwards of 60 keep stars. Yeah, some came number. down. Yeah, some some got stolen, some got blown up. A few have been destroyed already. Um, one smab was only a few days ago. I think one smab's up here somewhere. There it is. Yeah, on the way to Iridia. <clears throat> and so uh, there's still at least uh, 30, 40 to go, at least 40, I think. There there might be – there's a list, actually. I think we can find it. Uh, I'll try to find it later in the show. Okay. Yeah. There's the, the uh, Doom, Doomsday Clock, I think, has all the Keep Stars in Delve. Oh, that's right. A lot of Keep Stars were actually in – Aquarius and period basis, and a lot of those have been removed. So if the number was about 60 before, I think it's already down to somewhere like 40, 45. And 20, yeah. 10 or 20, is it 12 or 20 of those are slated for the next month? Like all those iHubs mature. So we're going to see an accelerating um, rhythm or cadence of destruction for, for Keepstars. Yeah, for sure. All uh, right. You know, they've been, uh, you know, give Imperium... Uh, credit due, you know, they have been picking their fights and, uh, you know, defending only when it makes sense um, and just kind of sticking to their game plan. And, you know, the general player is uh, not doing what, uh, you know, some people think they they would be doing, which is crumbling and just kind of going to, to high sec. So they're sticking in there. So credit to them. Um, it's, a, it's a lot of fun for me, at least as a player on the other side. You know, there's always something to do. That's, I think, the greatest benefit for most players is, man, there's been a lot to do for the last six months. Yeah. That's uh, really... Have you been hearing that, um, like, Imperium guys have been saying, like, hey, we're having a great time. We're, you know, we're having great fights. It's been a, a good time. Has that... I've heard that in the past. Have you? Yeah, there's... there. It depends on who you're talking to. And, you know, uh, but overall, yes, that's generally what I've been hearing. Uh, the whole... Um, you know, they're just sitting around doing nothing. Uh, that's 
you know, in some cases that is true when you're running a hell camp, sometimes you are just sitting around, but you get just like anything else in Eve, right? You get bursts of excitement followed by, you know, planning and moments of have fun with your friends. And so it's happening on both sides. I think the pace on the Pappy side is a little higher because there's more active targets and the strategy for the Imperium is to kind of pick their fights. But, you know, they're showing up when they when they choose to pick a fight, they're showing up and they're doing pretty good when they do. Yeah. And I'm wondering, I used to hear that a lot. Do you hear that still? Are people still having a good time? Because they've, they are down to one constellation, I believe. Yeah. And so that's got to feel a little different than uh, before. Let's actually look at the map. Yeah, I, I'm still hearing that uh, mm-hmm. with the, the Imperium folks that I interact with. They're, they're saying, you know, they just have adapted and some aspects of their gameplay have moved. I am hearing that. Some people are like, well, I'll just spend some time over in low sec or high sec or wherever they've chosen to kind of relocate for some of their day-to-day stuff. But when it comes to the, the delve aspect of it and the war, they're saying they're having fun with it. Now, you know, I'm not a mind reader at the end of the day. So is that just them saying what they feel they need to say? I don't think so. Some of the people are pretty genuine, right? Uh, and just, yeah, I'm having fun. They're on the other side and, you know, I see them in space. They see me in space and I know they're there. So I have no reason to not believe that they're not having yeah, fun on the other side. You're on the pappy side of things? I am on the pappy side of things, yes. Oh, okay. Who are you with? I forgot. Uh, AARP. I'm part of Legacy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so they were, so I was thinking that when you, they haven't really... I was telling uh, Caleb this, we we talk about this every day pretty much, but like I was saying, they hadn't really felt the pain when Delve was getting destroyed because it, they were having a good time. It wasn't affecting them. I think they still felt safe. I think they still feel safe inside of 1DQ. But over the next few days, when the keep stars start going down, I think it will, the idea will solidify that they are now in one system, basically. I know they have a constellation here, but that will probably deteriorate down to one system since that's what's going to be vigorously defended, not the whole constellation. Yeah. Um, at some point, I think they will, uh, I don't think they're going to cut and run or look around and say, it's time to get out of here. But at some point it sinks in, wow, we're really losing this war because I've been through uh, two or three times losing Sov. And there is a certain like depression that kind of sets in when you know your team's losing all their stuff and you start feeling less safe. And at some point you think like, well, we're almost out of road here. Um, you know, what's going to happen next? Yep. I think, you know, they just kind of ended the, the M2 camp. That was kind of a, a thing to do, had purpose, right? Yeah. And now it's now they got to wait and watch the rest of the, you know, the keep stars come out of timers and and what will happen, what won't happen, will we fight, won't we fight? Um, and then they know where the next um, element is going to happen, like you keep saying in one DQ, that whole constellation. And so at some point, um, you know, they're going to have some real decisions to make as an individual player and as corporations and an alliance. And, and I think. I, you know, the answers that I'm getting, like I said, where some of the, the people that I know are like, well, I'm just going to go, I'm going and doing other things. Generally, there is not a lot of, um, in the past, not a lot of that answer. Of, well, I'll just go do my thing in high sec. Um, that's not been happening a lot. Yeah. So, um, you know, maybe that's the answer is what I'm actually really hearing is, and I'm starting to kind of make sure I got other things to do because if I don't do these other things, then I'm going to be SOL, you know, shit out of luck when it comes to my gameplay on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, I've heard I've heard a lot of Imperium guys that I talk to just kind of don't want to talk about the war anymore. Like they're they're kind of they, it's like they've kind of moved on or they're I think they want their head to be in a different place. And so this is what makes me feel like the pressure is really on now and going forward I think it's going to get um worse if not uh, at a certain point, they're they're like, I don't, I, want, I don't want to think about the game, basically. Yeah, and it could, you know, it could be the the type of people I talk to in general, the people I have access to, um, the, you know, they're <laughs> feverish, feverishly, uh, you know, uh, Imperium, right? And they like PvP, and they like you know this kind of battling. I, I the same as me, right? So mm-hmm. 
if I was on the, if I'm, you know, I try to look at it from, okay, if I'm on a period side, I'm getting, you know, kind of squished down to a constellation, all these other things. I, at, on some level, what does one individual pilot, how do I really impact that other than just doing what I can do and showing up? I mean, I'm still just one pilot. Um, so I'm not going to be able to individually stem the tide of the war. But what I can do is show up to all the, all the fights, be available to play. And if I really enjoy that kind of gameplay, then I'm still enjoying myself because stay, go, you know, get wiped off the map, rebound and retake all of Delve. It doesn't matter. The thing that I like doing is what I'm doing. I'm PVPing. I'm fighting, you know, medium to large gang fights, maybe some smaller gang stuff, you know, punch and run. That's what I like out of my gameplay. And so I do know a lot of the people I talk to are kind of very um, invested PVP pilots. Maybe, you know, what some of the, what you're hearing is on, you know, on the industry side, on the, you know, the miners and the, you know, the different, uh, you know, the ratting folks that maybe they're like, man, I just can't play the way I like to play. And that's that. I think that's where the cracks will form first, not on the PVP mm-hmm. side. Like, why would it, right? Because yeah. this is what this this is what you, you log into the game to do. I think that was the original idea of constriction was to take away all that kind of gameplay and make yes. it unfun to be in the Imperium. And the idea was, and it was not true. So, so the numbers have reported that this would make them peel off and go away and leave the Imperium because that's all they were there for. That hasn't been the case. There's a lot of people who believe in the mission and the culture and the community of the Imperium that are sticking around way past any point of their ratting ability being taken away from them. So the constriction didn't play out the way it was supposed to, I think, originally, or we misunderstood it and it really doesn't happen until now when everything's like Helm's Deep is gone. There's no ratting going on there. Yeah. Uh, and you're not doing much ratting in this one constellation. And really you're just uh, getting constricted into this one DQ area. It's all war footing now. There's not a lot of fun. Uh, so who sticks around? They have a lot of people sticking around if that's the question. Their numbers are still pretty high for sure. Yeah. All right, something else happened that was kind of funny, uh, and they're also not losing all these fights because uh, NC Dot brought a bunch of, uh, I think it was dreadnoughts into the system. It was a little bit of a birthday roam or something, and uh, there was some miscommunication in NC Dot, and I think it was Lucius James, if I'm not mistaken, um, he goes by O'Keefe or something. Uh, it was an FC, and he actually pinged for reinforcements because they saw an opportunity to take on. Um, some goon swarm that were attacking those dreads. Now the dreads were like, these are suicide dreads. They're just for fun and they're going to get blown up. Um, but when a goon swarm formed against them NC formed and it was a debacle NC lost not only the dreads, but they lost a bunch of stuff beyond that. And uh, they all got yelled at because uh, you're essentially feeding uh goon swarm in their own system it's very convenient it's fun they won the fight that's all very uplifting and so they got a good yelling at uh, from their leaders in nc dot for for doing that sort of a thing don't be flippant about this you want to deprive them of fun not bring it to their doorstep what do you think yeah. of that uh yeah I, I mean from the very beginning right if you listen to the pappy leadership people like billy for sure right um, he said more than once, tell me what you, you know, either tell me what you are enjoying Imperium, or let me look at what you enjoy and let me take the joy away from you. So to go and feed such a large, you know, fight to them for really not a strategic reason. Um, I think they're, you know, Pappy and Dot is within their, I guess, uh, current right frame of mind to be able to say those sorts of things. Um, you know, it's, it's not uncommon for, uh, you know, leadership to foo-foo on, uh, on throwaway kills, uh, whether it's a single, uh, you know, a single super carrier or a whole fleet of dreads. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Those, those two super carriers, the last, uh, last week, right. I'm sure those guys got yelled at a little bit. Right. Uh, same reason. Yeah. that. um, that FC, Keith Dro is a Lucian James. That's an alt. Uh, but Lucian right. James, you might know him. He did. Uh... Are you familiar with Lucian James? 
I have heard the name, yes. Yeah, yeah. He's on a podcast a few he's a hilarious guy. Super funny, a little bit crazy and zanny and fun. Uh so I'm sure it was all in fun and stuff, but right now it's like serious business for NC. They don't want to lose stuff uh if they don't have to. Yeah, especially I think they were responsible for the two vendettas, right? Last week specifically. Yeah. That's why oh, I'm they, bringing those up. They've been doing right. all kinds of stuff. They got the two vendettas the other day. They dread-bombed before that, I think, and got something else. Uh, they've been picking people off by luring them into fleets and dragging them off, things like that. But they yeah. also were the ones that kidnapped one of the keep stars that was taken down in yep. – what system was that? They destroyed a keep star in, uh, I think, KTAC-6 and WK-TAC-K. I think those two systems had keep stars. One was destroyed while it was trying to be freighters out, and the other one they actually just stole. So – uh, yeah, I remember yeah. that. I don't, I don't remember the system. You better memory than me. I've slept since then, but yeah, I remember that. <laughs> but that's you know all that in context, right? You're doing all these things, even from a you know a play style and a killboard sense. You you get these vendettas. You do all this stuff, and then you just feed a bunch of dreads. I I can see if I'm in leadership that I'm like not too happy about that. Like you know mm-hmm. you could have you could have at least given yourself a bit more of a uh, of a winnable situation where. You know, instead of just feeding a whole pile to to the Imperium. So. Right. So there's that. A uh, little bit of excitement for Imperium. Good for them. To keep Star yeah. down. Now, the big news that came in yesterday was that Goonswarm Federation, the actual... Uh, this is Goonswarm Federation Condi. This is the actual one. I don't know why this one's up. Let's go here. That's to who Goonsworm. they are now. That's that's the current one. Yeah. That's the proper Goonswarm now. But Goonswarm, the original name was actually uh picked off by let's go to that one um this is kind of funny okay so here's goon swarm it's uh the call the ticker is goons this is not necessarily the original see it was just formed like uh, a few days ago and um it was picked off by uh, basically nc dot so this will be given to sir mole and he'll own the name goons which is a proper trade because Goon Swarm actually owns the name Bob. The Alliance Band of Brothers is owned by, uh, is held by Goon Swarm as a little trophy. Uh, so this actually belonged to this Goon Swarm name was uh, when Goon Swarm fell apart. Oh, I think it was, let's see, it closed in, let's take a look. Oh, no, this one just actually closed right now. But it was about 2010. Goonswarm was betrayed by their own leader, basically Cartoon, and Cartoon uh, handed it over to Penis Smash. Penis Smash uh, and his corporation moved to Pandemic Legion. So for a long time, Pandemic Legion actually owned the name Goonswarm, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. He took it. But uh, he has switched back since then. I think he went to Snuffed Out for a short time, and then now he is in back in goon swarm for this war or his corporation is and uh, somebody let the bill lapse so goon swarm was able to be purchased and used again by somebody else and as you can see it lapsed like uh, a few days uh, it was february 26th when it finally lapsed and became free and somebody snatched it up uh, today yeah was that today the eighth yeah just earlier yeah yeah earlier today eve time so Right. They called it goons instead of, oh, God. So the ticker's wrong. But I think they wanted to emphasize the point that it is the original goon swarm. So if you look, if you go back, mm-hmm. there, you know, maybe, you know, just a, a guess on something they're thinking. If you go down and look at that corporation, that goon swarm alliance corporation, that name um, was goons. Uh, if you just go back. Let's go back. Okay. Yeah. See, uh, down two from there. So see the actual corporation? Mm, no, corporation. no, down, 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 down. Oh, Goons Right Alliance. there, yes. Yeah. And it oh. was called Goons, right? And so... Oh, interesting, yeah. Right, and so... And then the first one, I think, which was closed, which was a Goon Form... A Goon Swarm, Goon Form, Goon Swarm Federation dot, they had tried to, you know, do a bastardized Goons, G-E-W-N-S, mm-hmm. or Z. Uh, and so I'm wondering if maybe somewhere in there they were thinking, all right, I'm going to just kind of recreate what they probably really wanted the very first time in the game, which would have been Goon Swarm and Goons as a, a title. That'd be my guess, right? Yeah. They that, probably tried. That makes sense. They put the two things together, the corporation yeah. and the, um, yeah. Yeah. <coughs> That's so what that, I would think. 
that was kind of funny. I was uh, comparing notes with um, someone, and here's the two together. <coughs> you can see that on the left is the uh, the one that you know is the original one, I suppose, and the one on the right is the brand new one, and um, the ticker is different. So it would have been more meaningful to get this exactly right. But uh, I think I think I think so. I think I, so. I think I think also that they were probably um, overthinking it and did what you said. So why is this important? Well, yeah. Well. Why is it important? Yeah. You know, a little moral victory, right? Uh, there's always little ways you can use uh, something like that. I mean, heck, to even unsuspecting players, you could set up a, certainly a fantastic uh, you know, little, I don't want to say a spy network. Um, what sort I'm looking for? Uh, you know, a scamming network, right? Um, you know, they're not quite sure. Someone comes knocking and has this uh, goon swarm. You know, maybe they can use, you know, use it for evil. Um, but there's just this history, right? Uh, Eve has, you know, a very long history. Players have been playing for a very long time. And so there's just a bit of tongue in cheek fun that goes along with stuff like this. Yeah. Uh, you know, I find this sort of stuff for me fascinating that someone sat around. If I understand this, like, you know, it elapsed right back oh. on the 26th. Yeah. So two couple weeks. Right. And I don't think there's tools like where you can watch like someone was just, paying attention enough to go, oh, yeah, hey, look, and I can create it. Well, right? It costs them some misc. You know, yeah. It costs them some misc to do it. And uh, Well, yeah. he, here's the thing. I thought, like, is somebody just constantly testing the name Goonsform? Can I have it? And Because and, it doesn't give you an alert that the name is available. Right. It just lapses. So how did they figure it out? And that's what I wanted to know. So it looks yeah. like what happened is one of the alts inside of Good Posting Academy – Again, that's the founding corporation for the old Goon Swarm name was destroyed, and there was no alliance listed there. You see how that's vacant? Yes. So maybe someone noticed. Yes. So somebody noticed that and said, wait a minute, why isn't that name there? Because they knew they'd killed an alt of Penis Smash or somebody else that was in his corporation. And so when mm -hmm. that was missing, they said, huh, let's test that out. Yeah. Because that is in Delph. Yep. Yeah, that kill, that kill was in Delph. And, you know, honestly, when we were talking about this earlier, um, and even while I was reading about it today, I honestly was completely oblivious to this entire mechanic. I honestly thought when you created a name um, and a ticker that it was kind of immutable in a programming, in a, using a programming term, where once it's there, you can't change it. You can't take it back over. You can't alter it. You can't edit it. I mean, nothing. It just, it is. And so I was quite... Um, I don't know, surprised really to find that, what do you mean you can steal names like this? Uh, I guess I'd never really understood. I always thought that's where the dot came from. Um, you know, mm -hmm. when I, when I heard stories about the goon, you know, the name being taken before I, what I thought meant was someone was in alliance and they could took ownership and kicked everyone. And aha, this is mine sort of thing. Like the classic way in which you would steal something in Eve at, at an alliance or at a corp level where you would, become the executor and you would just kick, 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 kick and remove everyone. And then it's yours. And now what do you do? Right. That right. sort of thing. Yeah. I think the, the, uh, the key speaking in database terms, the key field is the name goon swarm. So I don't think it's cap sensitive either, but I may be wrong, but that's, what's identical, right? Goon swarm and goon swarms identical, even the capital S for swarm. And then the ticker must be something that you can't just, make up whenever you create right uh, but you're right i thought once it's created it can't be uncreated in any way yeah. so but they had used oh god a couple other times previously too right so i guess that, you know, like i said congratulations to whoever figured, figured this out. out or if there's a whole if there's a whole subculture of uh, of eve players you know walking around you know, playing the game trying to figure out how can i steal someone's name of any kind player uh corporate alliance i'm like uh, I, you know, was actually just fascinated by the, just the story of it. Like, it's kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, and that's, you know, is there real any, you asked earlier, is there any significance? I don't think anyone's going to, you know, win a war because of it. No one's going to quit the game because of it. Um, you know, you could find the, you're on the wrong end of a scam by the wrong goon swarm. I think that's possible. You know, is it uh, going to cause an uproar? I mean, there's a little bit of a, hey, NC dot, if it's them who got it, and you know, poo-poo on you. Yeah, it's kind a little, little propaganda. I think yeah, it could, propaganda, moral could be used sort of for memeing and, and actually scamming, right? 
Yeah. Because yeah. you have the official alliance with the official name and somebody sees that, they'll be like, well, that looks legitimate. So mm -hmm. there's there's a few possibilities to weaponize it. But really what happens is it's a trophy. And they got this trophy. That's right. And it helps because uh, Sir Moly, again, is going to inherit this, apparently, according to Lady Scarlet, uh, who's the original executor of uh, Bob. And Goonswarm has always had Bob when their director betrayed them. They captured the name because they dropped the name, disbanded the alliance, I think. And then they they uh, quickly yep. created the Bob Alliance, taking it away from their enemy. So not only their enemy lose all their space, but they also lost their name. And that was a trophy that Goonswarm had back in 2009. So for this to happen, it's kind of a long bookend, right? Talking 11 years later, yeah. finally, uh, they get a chance to do the same thing and they do. That's so, right. I, I would love to find, I mean, if someone if you know in the audience is listening, they know the person or the people who really did this, uh, I guess, you know, someone in the incursion tack evasion, Hedare Bank or someone like that, Personally, I think it would be fascinating to have them on to really find out the backstory. Like, have they been sitting around <laughs> for 10, 12 years waiting for this? Like, are they like, or is it, was it just like, holy shit, uh, happenstance? Like you said, like it was just a kill and like, oh my God, we got to act. Uh, I find, I think that story would be really cool to hear if anyone uh, knows those people and want to. Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure it was a kill and then like, oh, that opportunity's opened up, but you had to know to look okay. for it because you had to yeah, know who that yeah. was. I'll tell you what else happened. And it was this was in 2016. We were reminded of all this because uh, the Goon Swarm name was, um, I think, held by PNF Smash. Again, he was part of Pandemic Legion at the time. And this is like World War B era, right? Or Casino War, whatever you want to consider it. 2015, a lot of the same stuff's happening then that's happening now. A lot of different groups are coming against the Imperium uh, and dislodging them from space. And what happens in the middle of that fight is that uh, I believe PNF Smash wants to give the name to Darius Johnson, who's come back to the game. Now, Darius Johnson is an old leader of Goonswarm, and he's come back, and he's not really friendly with Goonswarm anymore uh, because they had a falling out or whatever. And so he wants to start a corporation. He wants the name back. And uh, I think it was CCP Falcon, I think. Uh, no, former CCP Falcon. He's no longer there said, yeah, that looks like a fair thing to do, so we'll give the name to the old leader of Goonswarm, who at the time is an enemy of the Imperium's Goonswarm, or at least not part of them. And that was just seen as incredibly controversial, because um, first of all, it was CCP intervening in like what could be considered politics, even though it was petitioned as a player, saying, hey, I'm the leader of that group, it's been a long time, that thing has been... Um, in case I have a right to it. And I think the guy, I think PNF Smash was willing to give it to him. I'm not sure. Um, but it ended up causing a database problem because everybody that was in Goonswarm before was actually given some generic like Keldari Alliance number 52 or something like that. Something very generic. And people said, hey, you're erasing my history. This is BS. And so CCP had to go back and fix it all, clean it up and say, yeah, we can't transfer that. So that name is locked. Yeah. So it did come up again in 2015. And now here it is in uh, 2021. Yeah, that, it's that sort of statement, like you just said at the end there, that, that name is locked. Uh, I, I remember reading about that. I, I didn't, wasn't doing any podcasting at that time, but I, I do remember reading that. And like, it's just, hey, you know, these things are locked. These things are locked. Like, you, well, sorry, we can't move these things around. Like they're, there's not transferal folks, but I don't know. I yeah, I learn something new every day in this game. Still, yeah. You know, Guess seventeen you don't, years later. If you don't pay, it gets unlocked. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, that's the news that we had uh, today. There's a few other things that we found, although I don't have graphics for it. So, um, well, you said a uh, Keepstar was dropped, and I actually don't know anything about that. So. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for reminding me. So let's take a look at the map again. We'll go to the actual uh, universe map. Keepstar was dropped by test in the period basis area. I believe it's right around here at the top of period basis, LTAC-Y. And uh, that will give them regional control over uh, a lot of this area down here. Let's see if we tap on that. Boy, you have to be very precise. I 
So yeah, in here is a new keep star. So that's the third keep star in the area. Actually, maybe the fourth keep star, fifth keep star in the area for a Pappy. And I think this is probably uh, something for the future uh, because they're going to start to colonize this area if mm -hmm. they can. I wanted to... Look at the jump okay. ranges. Yeah, exactly. Jump ranges for super capitals. I usually just look at super caps. And uh, yeah, you can see a lot of period basis yep. is covered and a lot of Delve yeah. as well. And Delve too, right? The bottom, the bottom section of Delve. And Quarius. So I think this is a transfer point. Uh, this will probably be a lot of uh, big chunk of Delve. And in Quarius, just one system. So not much of Quarius at all. And then finally, we'll see how much influence over period basis it is. It's probably a yeah. chunk. I don't really know much about this, but if I see you know, having one system in Quarius means you can make like a you know a keep star chain, right? Depending on what that one system is. Do you know if that exactly. one system has a keep star already? I think it does. Yeah. Yeah. So if someone did some really good homework and or maybe had done it in the past and we're just replicating it, who knows? But um, H seven. I think there is a keep. star star there if not there probably will be but this will be a chain of keep stars to pacify the area i am sure yeah. that's what will happen later on yeah. so part of the incoming infrastructure we talked to billy today about like this area and um he didn't answer any questions except it was interesting he made the point because um, I was asking, look, you're losing a lot of space over in legacy space. There's a lot of stuff coming down over there. It seems like you don't care about it. But if you burn all your ships behind you and all your troops are then made to fight on this new colony and one DQ can't be taken down, what's going to happen? And he's like, well, we'll lose. And that's kind of true. So, uh, But I was asking, if one DQ really can't be broken up, then how much can they harass the whole area? And his answer was basically like, the more we take down of theirs, the more structures, the more tethering opportunities, the more jump bridges and all that kind of stuff, uh, the harder it is for them to harass. And the more we install and build to be able to move around quicker, the faster we can react to any harassment. So there is a tidal change going on it takes a long time and these keep stars are part of that process of building a new infrastructure which allow them to have the upper hand in delve yes yep uh, and that's what i as a you know just a general member kind of that's what i see i don't i don't get in on the planning obviously but i i see what's happening um you know the way it's being presented to us there's some new opportunities that are going to be happening for members of legacy or pappy in general and but the underlying tone of it is, look, it's not like uh, it's not like we don't have neighbors who are like really, really close. There's some people upstairs who might be stomping on the floor a whole lot, and you're gonna have to live with that, right? So, uh, head on the swivel. So I, I called it, you know, old time Eve, right? Where, you know, if you want to undock, you better be prepared to undock with a couple friends and really be watching scan and looking at your you know, the, the Intel channels and no, nothing's safe right now. So again, it, for me, PVP, exciting, right? And yeah. I think for the people that I play with, I think we're quite excited to be able to kind of have that opportunity. And I think the people on the other side are, you know, a little bit excited because we could have not, we could have just tried to hang on to everything and then literally waited to finish glassing all of Delve. But that's kind of not what's happening. So now this network and the kind of the move is happening which means the move is happening while the imperium is still close by which means there's greater probability for fights and for the imperium to do other things which keeps them somewhat interested mm -hmm. hopefully it's not like massive fun for them because you know we ultimately do have a goal in the war but at the same time it gives us some other opportunities either for ourselves to harass defend against harassment um, and be closer to finish the final stages of of the war of whatever the whatever the victory conditions end up being, right? Yeah, and uh, on Sunday's show, we did have Villian said that victory conditions are whatever we decide they are, whenever we decide they are. So it's not giving anything away there, and that's a smart move. It's prudent not to give markers because markers then in, uh, build interpretations. 
So if you don't do something fast enough, you're actually losing. It looks like a deficit. But um, I think in order not to have to deal with any of that pressure, they just say nothing. We'll, we'll decide when the war is over. Uh, to which Elise responded, well, when 1DQ is assaulted, and if it's taken down, if it's taken down, that might mark the end of the war for a lot of people who want to say, get back to whatever it is they were doing. Uh, I think the counterpoint to Elise is like, this, this, this seems to be one of those wars where there, it's almost like there is nothing else out there. Um, I could be wrong, but it's not like you're going back to your farm after this because the, the whole landscape, I think, changes after right. this. I think the game mechanics will be different when this is all over. I think the the whole scenario of owning space, the characteristics of why that's good or bad are changing right now. And all that needs to settle out for people to figure out what the new normal is after this, win or lose. Uh, a couple questions. Let's throw them out here. Um, Dress Us Narrow says, do, you, do they need to take 1DQ? Could they just wait to get? Uh, could they just wait for us to get bored and leave? I think he's with Pappy. Um, I think we kind of answered that one. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I think their their heels are dug in. There's no wait for them to get bored and leave, um, because, like I said, if if the only people left, if only the people who are left are PvP people, then they're getting what they want and they're logging into okay. content, right? And <laughs> They have, look, there are a lot of people in Imperium and there's a lot of people who love PvP. So it's still an enormous number of players. So you have to deal with that. Yeah. Uh, so he was from Goon Swarm Dresses. Nice to meet you. Uh, I hope that answers your question. I think uh, Rendell and I are probably on the same page in, in it, almost everything, but um, uh, could they wait for them to get bored and leave? I think if you are surviving in 1DQ, it'll be hard to get bored because <laughs> you're going to be like vigilant, right? You're not going to just relax. So um, if you're there, there'll probably be uh, content for you to have. It's possible that... Um, well, here's the thing. This game isn't perfect because even if you're stuck in 1DQ, you could just say, I'm going to do six months of uh, farming in... Uh, Placid or doing some missions in Poshman or whatever. You could play other things while you're stuck in 1DQ, basically. And the game hasn't stopped for you. Life hasn't stopped for you. So there's a, a huge valve there where you can find entertainment and then go back and take the fights you want to and delve when you're called to. So I don't see the situation as sitting there and getting bored. But um, I think in order to be removed, you have to remove the structure. So Pappy has to destroy the structures in order to remove uh, Imperium. Otherwise, Imperium can just stay in the Keep Stars as long as they want. All their Titans fit into those Keep Stars, so there's really no, no reason to, no. Uh, yep. There's no way to say that the war is even over until those assets, those deadly assets, are removed. Uh, yep. There, there is no after war if you have 500 Titans in the middle of your territory. If your territory is, uh, you know, if it delve and if you're test. So war doesn't yeah, end the, until they're gone. And with the lessons of the last two, three months, I mean, you log in, you know, uh, 6,000 players accounts into one DQ. You don't have to undock from the station. You just need to simply log them in and get the account up and running. And then well, 7,000, right. And you basically just lock up the system and it's not like you have to jump anyone in. It's not like you have to undock to fight. You just log them in and you basically, um, kind of squash any activity coming into 1DQ because the game's going to prevent that. That's very real, um, I think, very valuable strategy on their part. And, uh, you know, you, you can wait out a lot of things if every threat can be squashed simply by, you know, uh, hitting an alarm and having a lot of people log in. Yeah, and CDOM makes a lifestyle of it, right? It's the CTA, yep. the CTA groups. Yep. They, they only yep. come when they're called and they only want to play with the big stuff. So don't call them for anything yeah. small. And I think it's a totally acceptable, uh, for me, I think it's a totally acceptable um, path for them to take. I think it's a totally acceptable strategy. Uh, you know, it's within the bounds of the game, so have at it. I kind of like uh, Mute Paladin's comment here. It's part of the Cold War right now, like West and East Germany. Or I was thinking he said West and East Berlin, which is neat. It's like the city behind the lines kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But anyway, the war will end at some point uh, when... A victory condition, I think, that would be fair to say is that the 
keep stars our asset safety back to Ermalin. And then the war transitions. Then you could just say Sov has been taken away. Uh, the immediate threat of the Imperium being able to retaliate uh, has been removed, at least from the middle of Delve. Um, and they're trapped in Ermalin, and maybe they make it from Ermalin to NPC Delve, and they start to harass from there. But that is a different phase of a war. That's a post-war. Yeah. Let's see. Any other questions here? Do you see any? I'm just... No, I don't. Yeah. All right, well... Wanted to keep her kind of short anyways, right? So I wanted to do 10 minutes. That's <laughs> so uh, yeah, I was trying to remind you. I keep trying to give value, right? Like, what? let me think of everything I know so I can... 45 minutes in, I got more to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And every time I do this show, I want to, like, relax. But I feel like, you know, I'm a sports announcer. I'm just constantly having to put out information and stuff. But, yeah. All right. Uh, there was one last okay. thing. I have, a, I have a question for you, right? Okay, I maybe covered it already, right? I wanted, you were going to go do this mining, um, this, uh, <laughs> mining competition. Yeah. How did that go for you? That was, it was uh, pretty cool. So I went over to Damlin. Uh, that is a system near Heck. Actually, I'm going to bring it up because I want to show you guys where it was. And, and you didn't cover this on Sunday, right? I don't think. No. It was after no, okay. Sunday that I did it. So it was Sunday afternoon you did this. Yeah, it was right, right? after okay. the show. Okay. So yeah, let's hear how you did. Did you win? <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> so let's start there. Did you win? All yeah, right. So we are speaking to sure the non-winner of the mining competition, Matterall. Yeah. Tell us how it went for you. I think there might have been five people in the competition, and I came in sixth. So that's how bad. <laughs> um, that's fantastic. Yeah, it was cool. I was uh, I was in an orca, and I used uh, mining drone twos. I put them out in a mining field that was created by, or actually an asteroid belt that was created by a moon frack so that was cool it's the first time i've actually mined moon materials uh in the new system that's a long time ago in fact i think it's the first time i've ever seen a rock floating off that i have some pictures of that let's see if i can find those um so i was a little bit surprised at uh how beautiful it was it's uh it was really something if you haven't seen it it's uh it's really amazing um, uh, you mean like on the for the for the uh, moon mining operation where it pulls the big rock in and then it fractures it all up and that whole process? Yep. That yeah, that process. That is actually the uh, the art department uh, and the gaming uh, art port people at Eve uh, CCP did really a fantastic job of that. I I see why a lot of people kind of have this calm approach to it because when they see that and they're just playing, it's it is beautiful. It's yeah. super nice. I was surprised, but I had a bunch of pictures here somewhere, and I can't seem to locate them. But uh, so I went with Damalin, and I was talking to the guys there. I'm fond of uh, Khan, who's part of our team, and uh, but I also met Kami, Komi that's there, and that's an interesting CSM candidate of last year. He's a baseliner, and if you don't know what a baseliner is in Eve Online, it's somebody that RPs hardcore. Um, if you kill their character, if you pod their character, they will destroy their character permanently because uh, a baseliner is somebody that is not a pod pilot. They're a normal human. Uh. And so his criteria for destroying that character is if he finally gets killed, um, wow. which is a neat way to play. It's kind of like hard mode. So whatever experiences you put on that character, they're gone when uh, that character is podded. I think, so he was out there uh, mining and this isn't a call to go and kill him, by the way. So, so I was rude. just going to say, like, so way to mark him. But... Look, he ran for CSM with that character, saying it's a I baseliner, see, okay. so it's okay, not. Okay. Yeah. All right, you didn't do him a dis disservice then. Yeah. Uh, and I know Khan posted a bunch of stuff in the propaganda channel. Is That's those where pictures you were thinking about? Yes, yeah. thanks. Thank you. I was yeah. like, what? Um. So, oh, there's so many pictures, I think. There's a lot, yeah. Yeah. Let's just take a, a laser here. There you go. Uh, anyways, mining, it was a lot of fun. I was just talking to the guys. They're all very friendly. And um, they're all... Damlin, Damfam is, uh, is the group that I was hanging out with. They're like faction warfare mining uh, team. And they help us Shrakan and they help uh, faction war people. And that's kind of what they do. Um, but I got the sense that they just kind of are like easy breezy 
hang out, help each other out. Um, they don't, they, uh, they help each other out in that way where you're not really counting the pennies, you know? So if somebody needs a thing, they kind of give it to them. If they, uh, they, they do business, they make money, they're all fine. But I feel like they're not counting the sense. They're not making sure that everything is, you know, the ledgers are exactly correct amongst themselves. And I kind of appreciate that you can get, I think one guy commented that he builds stuff all the time in the area and he never has shortages where he can't have something because somebody always supplies uh, the thing. So it's one of those situations where somebody always has what you're looking for and they're always willing to give it to you. And that's what's different because I'm in all kinds of situations where somebody has a thing I need, but they don't necessarily want to give it to me and I don't want to take it from them uh, if it's not something they want to volunteer, et cetera. So that was what I took. But the big, the larger point of that whole area is something's going on that's really exciting in Hamatar space, Minmatar space in general. The whole, I think that whole race and empire in Eve has really, uh, I mean, it was always known like, you know, if you want a PvP, you need to use Minmatar ships because those are the ones where they're faster so you can dictate range better. They also can tank either way shield or armor so people don't know which way you're coming at them. And that was just reasons for using uh, Minmatar stuff. But the Empire itself never really got that moment like Galente or Kaldari. And of course, Amar always has like fanboys or whatever because they want to be part of the, the right. whole, you know, the upper class, not the lower class. So it always felt like Minmatar's and Minmatar space and even Minmatar role players always kind of got like the, um, they were never popular. There was never like, they were never the thing. Metropolis was never like the place to be. Neither was Hamitar. And even Renz, you know, Renz to me is a classic. Here's Renz right here. I'll pop it up. That's a classic trade hub from a long time ago, 2007, 2009, 2010. That's when Renz was doing really well. It got overshadowed by Heck, which is actually in a different region, but Renz used to be the place, you know, where if you were doing business in Renz, that meant you were fighting out in like the South. And that was where AAA was and all these other groups mm-hmm. that were tough. You were in AAA. Yes, I was. That's right. So, you know, Renz. Yep. Uh, yep. yep. So it just feels really cool to see like Minmatar space have its day. Like it feels like, oh, it's finally, it's finally getting its due. People are finally like, I want to be in Minmatar space. It's not, you know, the genesis of EVE Online, the uh, genesis being a region that nobody really goes to unless you're going to the EVE gate to travel through. But uh, I think it's really finally a popular place to be. There's some excitement there. The people who are there are proud to be there. It just feels like something's going on there. Yep. Yeah, I remember the the Renz area was always fun. I mean, and it's actually quite close to Heck, uh, and so mm-hmm. you could really kind of hit a double market. Yeah, here's um, Heck that right fed, here. right? That fed, um, you know, that Providence Cash, uh, the whole South, right? Um, reasonably close, even though Metropolis is, you know, kind of what I guess East, right? But overall, Heck and Renz are fairly close together. Mm-hmm. Um, just go up to like right up to Esther, I think if I remember correctly, or something. Yeah, yeah, Esther, Esther right and here. then yeah, and then a couple jumps down, you're in Renz, and then you know down through Derelict, and then you're in Pravi and those sorts of areas. Um, right, Curse as well, great wetlands. You get a lot of access to zero zero in in Derelict, and so it was like a yeah, Uplinger used really, to be yeah. Um, popular hub yeah and this is not far from amalaki this triangle is pandemic legions like yes. used to be their like weekend house where they'd go and just kill everything going in that area um and amalaki has a keep star in it that belongs to some like affiliated hydra pl guys uh the amalaki police they call it and they're essentially low sec and they just roam this whole area because there's a lot of crossroads here from the bleaklands uh, metropolis synclazon devoid this is a huge like cross point for multiple regions. So they kind of dominate that area. It's a lot of stuff that goes on in that area. Yeah. And that, uh, that Eggmar with that Gullermorgogo, mm-hmm. whatever that, that's Definitely. a new link. Yeah. That's a new, no, up just straight up, uh, two more, oh, right. Right. Almost in the middle on the left. Here. Uh, uh, one more. Oh, here. Right there. Yeah. Eggmar. 
that's, that's new. a new that's a new that's a new link in the last I say new right in the last oh. eight to ten years somewhere in there about eight years ago they oh, okay. added that and there's another one around here too that caused some linkages and it changed that's where uh, like Green Monster or what are those the Green Machine or whatever those guys are. Um, uh, I'm Siege Green, are you? Uh, Siege Green, yes. Yeah, sorry, that's what I'm thinking. Of. Yeah, yes, Korean thinking of Korean group. Yeah. yeah, they really kind of came in there, and there's a couple linkages to the systems between Hemitar uh, and uh, Mimitar that changed how you can flow and fight in that area. And it kind of created a better interconnected low sec space in there, and so by adding just a couple new gates, um, and that's the one I always remember. There's another one in this area somewhere. Um, I think that changed that region of space. Uh, Animaki was pretty kind of isolated in the in a low sec space sort of sense, but now you have this Egmar way you can come in and through Devoid and Bleaklands. Um, it just changed the ebb and flow of that whole area. I I have some of my alts down in that area. I did a lot of low sec um, PI and manufacturing, and literally I wasn't paying attention. I log in wasn't playing a lot in on those i was mostly on on my pvp character and literally overnight you log in and like what the who are all these people what is going on and within i had all the pi um, i had the 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 customs offices i had this and that and like within a month like my world changed i'm like what the hell just happened yeah darn wow. whoops yeah so um was that recently or was that a long time ago? No, no, that's that's like uh that's like eight years ago, somewhere okay. in there. Yeah. So they flipped it up on you. Yeah, they sure did. Yeah. And I wasn't paying attention to the patch notes or something, or I missed something and then That's probably yeah. Amamaki must have been just a terrible choke point. That's probably why I, I was popular. It. Yeah, I never went that way. I always went I always went other ways up um to get my stuff. I always went up through basically ultimately to heck and then round to Renz. I would never Interceptor maybe to run over to Renz to get a couple things here and there, but Anamaki just, I mean, the yeah. gate camp on there, it was just a constant to that uh, Sogar. I mean, if there wasn't a smart bombing battleship, the only reason there wasn't one was because there was two or three. I mean, it was just nonstop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Rumor is that Keepstar and Anamaki is one of the last ones in Losec. Actually, Fraternity put down a Keepstar in Losec up in the north, but this Anamaki one's been here a little while. Uh, rumor is that um, I think there's actually a new market that's opened up inside of Amamaki by New Eden Trade, who is a trader who's putting up different uh, trade hubs all over EVE Online. Uh, uh, sorry, all over the New Eden map. But he's uh, put one up in Amamaki, the actual station there. He's got a market. He'll run it, manage it probably, share profits with the owners of the Keepstar. The trouble is, I think there's a shark in the water in this area because this is not far from Basgarin, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've seen Basgarin Keepstar get destroyed by Snuff. We've seen Ignite and Keepstar get destroyed by Snuff. And I think they're probably eyeing this one. But I'm not sure if there's a deal or something. And remember, if you have a deal with Snuff, it doesn't mean much because they can rip up a deal at any time. Yeah. I have no problems doing it. So is a Keepstar in Sasid and Kamal? I didn't know that. If there was one in Sasid, it's right here. So even more, even more fuel for a fire, if that's true. Yeah. All right. Um, that is everything that we have today. Thanks for asking about the mining. I forget who won the mining, but it, I, I think Khan uh, got second place because he started late. He had real life stuff to do. Somebody had been mining since downtime and, I mean, they're super dedicated. They love, it's funny because these guys actually love to mine. I think there are other players like that too. They love to mine. We've seen it in the comments from videos. There are players that love to mine in this game. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad you had fun. Araya, I was saying earlier that I ranked number six out of a one to five scale, so not very well. I think at one point I, my orca was flying off into some direction. I was 80 kilometers away from, I was looking at that moon rock and I turn around and my drones are like, you know, it's like cats I left behind at home when I drove off without them because I was 80 kilometers away from my drones. And uh, I had to like warp off and reconnect to them uh, when I got back. So that was kind of funny. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, I'm, 
I'm getting reacquainted with the mechanics. Let's put it that way. And I intend to do more stuff. So check in with me about other things as well. All right. Like, it was a good training day. Good training day. You learned something. As I learned this game all over again. Yeah. All right. Uh, there's one last thing, and that is um, we're looking at some of the stuff that's coming by looking at the database on the test server. And apparently there is um, spectator stands for proving grounds. So what that tells us is maybe there's going to be a way to spectate proving ground matches. Those are like gladiator pits, right? Where two mm -hmm. champions go in and duke it out with a ring around them that doesn't let them out until one of them dies or sometimes out probably. Uh, but nobody can really see that unless somebody's streaming it. So uh, this, this might be CCP's way of uh, making that kind of gameplay available to people for people to spectate. That would be neat. Yeah. I so, hope they don't do the, uh, you know, the walking around in stations promises, maybe just dock your ship and get a view port sort of thing. But uh, yeah, I have no. We'll no telling what this looks. Up. No telling what yeah. this looks like, but it's uh, it's already in the code. It's already on the test server. We just don't know how it works. We just know what it's called. I doubt it's just decorative, but maybe oh. we, we shall see. We were we were mm -hmm. thinking. Oh, we were thinking once you. Uh, the, the other thing. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. I think my internet. Oh no no you were you were cutting out a little bit there. Sorry. No no it's alright. You're cutting out. So I was trying to cover. Yeah. Good. Um, no good cover. Go ahead. You, Okay, yeah, no, I was, what I was going to say is uh, it made it reminded me, though, by the way, tomorrow is Patch Day in Eve, so we should probably take a second to remind all listeners, uh, you know, big patch coming. Um, this is where the fleet formation stuff's coming, and the new player, um, oh, and I just forgot the name, the, the where you can kind of rent the skill set packs. That's coming Expert tomorrow. Expert systems. E Expert system, thank you. That's all coming tomorrow. So uh, dock up where you can. You know, standard uh, patch day for me, anyways. I always give the standard patch day, um, you know, comment. Make sure you uh, have your skill cues full. Um, if you're an alpha, do the best you can to get a nice long, you know, training slot running. Uh, Omegas, do all the right things you need to do to get your clones or whatever, whatever you need to be. Because, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, funny things happen sometimes on patch day. Uh, extended downtime, I think the uh, area, yes, I think that's what they said, an extra extra bit of time tomorrow. Yeah, makes sense. So those are huge changes. You're going to see uh, fleet formations come into the game. That is a game changer for people to know how to use them, and there are going to be a lot of clumsy mistakes with them for a long time until people get really good at them. And then that will distinguish good FCs from uh, less practiced FCs. The other thing is a new Sino unit uh, is being, it's a deployable Sino is coming in. So you're going to see travel change. It's going to be a big difference. Um, those will come in tomorrow as well. Yep. So oh, I just wanted tomorrow. to make sure we mentioned that. Yeah, thanks, Matt. I totally spaced it. And it's right. a big, big announcement. So tomorrow, patch day. All right, cool. Maybe we'll have, uh, tomorrow's night show, we'll have uh, a few things to talk about on top of that. Maybe a few people have had already a chance to try some of these things. Um, or maybe we won't be able to play at all, and who knows what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll be locked out for a while. All right, so as always, if you want to uh, look at some of these pictures inside the EVE propaganda, um, Australia Con uh, put down a bunch of pictures of the mining competition and uh, how beautiful some of the stuff is in space there. You can see that, again, ePropaganda channel on TIS Discord. Very nice pictures. I uh, urge you to come look. Also, come join Matt, and watch. There you go, if you want to join our Discord. Also, if you want to get our Eve in-game newspaper, subscribe to the mailing list, TIS News. And we have a free paper that goes out every day. Uh, just wrapping up the news. It's not this news. This is like meta news and all kinds of news from everything. Um, the game, the, the the news that you get in your newspaper is in-game news linked to in-game names, corporations, items. So it feels a little more like it's news from New Eden rather than from Talking in Stations. So you can check that out as well. Again, that is the mailing list. Use your email client in the game. Bottom left is a button saying add mail mailing list. Click on that and then add TIS space news 
Um, yeah. And right now, if you have, um, if you like this kind of programming that we bring you every day, please subscribe to talking in stations here on, uh, Twitch with your, whatever prime account, if that's okay. Um, otherwise don't worry about it, but give us like upvotes if you're listening to the podcast so that more people can discover it. And, uh, also you can go to, if you want to support the overall effort, the news writing, the, uh, content creation that we do, and even the discord that we have to moderate and, uh, you know, keep going and everything, please, uh, become a patron at, uh, patreon.com. That's patreon.com slash matterall. I would appreciate that very much. And I want to say thanks and hi to all the people who already support us. Really appreciate all your help. And thank you, Nick. That's really cool. It's not the first time he's done that like this week. He's going crazy. Excellent. Uh, yeah. And thank you, Rundle. And thank uh, the staff for uh, being around. I am Adderall and this is Rundle. Do you have anything else? Nope. Just uh, have fun. All right. We will see you guys tomorrow in Talking in Stations.